Good morning, everyone. We're going to look at Psalm 42 today, and particularly verse 5, which says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Now, as you probably possibly know, the book of Psalms is actually five books. And we've said before that it's absolutely right that there are 70 books in the Bible rather than 66. So if you count the five books of the Psalms, that's exactly what you get. You'd expect that from our God, because generally speaking, the number seven is completion. So there are 70 books, but I don't really want to dwell on that kind of thing this morning. But also, uh, just as a matter of background, this is the first psalm of book two in the book of Psalms. And it it corresponds with the, the, the five books of the psalms correspond with the five books in the Pentateuch. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. So here is Exodus. And the sorrows of this psalm really are a reflection uh, historically of the experience that the children of Israel had in the land of Egypt before God delivered them from their bondage and from the taskmasters of Egypt and We can see a reflection of that in the psalm. And it also speaks prophetically how beautiful the word of God is. It has so many aspects to it. It is, of course, the divine, holy, God-breathed scriptures. And we would expect that. Speaks of a day yet to come when there'll be a remnant uh, during the period of the tribulation. And some of these things that we read of here Uh, reflect upon those things that will yet take place. And someone has suggested that, perhaps from a practical point of view, that this was the experience of David when he was exiled, when his son Absalom tried to take the throne of Israel and, and David was ousted and fled for his life. And might I say, dear child of God this morning, sometimes, you know, the persecution and the suffering and the sorrows and the experience that some of us go through uh, may be caused by family members and some of the deepest and darkest and most difficult situations that we find ourselves in uh, come from very close quarters. So be encouraged, child of God, this morning. The God that is spoken of in this psalm will lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace when you trust in him and seek his help. When we think of the sufferings of many of God's people today, I was just hearing over the weekend of people in North Korea, just because they own a Bible or because they have spoken about Jesus, 
they have been imprisoned, tortured, and many of them been murdered. And hundreds of thousands of Christians are being murdered around the, around the globe every year, <clears throat> not because they're bad people, but because they are the Lord's people and because they love the Lord Jesus and because they seek to tell the message of God's grace and blessing to others. So here we have a psalm, and I want us this morning (coughs) 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 Excuse me. My cough hasn't left me yet. Um, There are many people that we know who are going through difficult and very, very um, upsetting times in their life. And I want to speak into their hearts this morning. Why art thou cast down, you might be saying, O my soul? And why am I disquieted in me? And the psalmist says, Hope thou in God. We thought before, didn't we, that hope is not something that we just hope is going to happen. Hope is a confidence, an absolute rock. It is the anchor of our souls, as the scripture says. So here is an individual who is experiencing so much sadness, so much grief, so much loss, that he says, my soul is cast down and disquieted. What does that word mean? It's the opposite to being quiet. It's crying out in the agony of the soul, perhaps even audibly. Have you ever been there? I can tell you I have. Saying, why? Why? Why me? Why is this happening? Why are these people, what is this, why is this person, why is this situation causing me so much grief, so much sadness? And it goes on to say in this, in this verse, in, the, in this chapter rather, deep calls unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Do you feel like that? A water spout, you know, is caused by a collision in the deep. Not something that's seen on the surface, but the evidence comes to the surface. That water spout, it's like, uh, it's like an earthquake in the deep, <clears throat> which is what causes a tsunami. And right down in the depths of our hearts sometimes, you know, there is a collision, a conflict in the deep caused by sorrow, by bereavement, by loneliness, by sadness, by terminal illness, by the distresses that life sometimes causes And it does to all. But we're speaking here about those who know God. I think one of the most wonderful parts of this beautiful psalm is when the psalmist speaks of the God of my life. Can I ask you this morning, is God, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who sent his Son to be our Saviour, 
to die upon a cross to bear our sins in his own body on the tree? Is he the God of your life? He's the God of my life. He is the most important person in my life. And the psalmist goes on many a time here. He talks about my God. <clears throat> At the outset of the psalm, he, he, <clears throat> he likens his desire <clears throat> for God to touch his heart and to feed his soul and to refresh his spirit. It, thinking of a deer panting after the water brooks. You can imagine, can't you? In a barren wilderness where there's no water and the, uh, and the deer is expiring almost, almost at the point of, of collapse, longing to find water. He says, that's how I feel. My soul pants after the living God. You see, our God is real. He's the living God. He's the God that answers when we call. Not always in the way that we expect him to. But he does. And this is the experience of this man. He says, as the heart pants after the water brooks, so pants my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsted, thirsts for God. For the living God, when shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night. And we know, don't we, that when sadness and sorrow and grief and loss and bereavement enter into the heart of God's people, we lose our appetite. Instead of food, tears are our food night and day while our hearts are overwhelmed with the grief and sorrow and loss that we have sustained. But here, in the centre of this psalm, which is really beautiful, he says, uh, <clears throat> if I can find the verse, he says, I will remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites, from the hill, Mizar. What's he saying? Well, Mizar means the little hill. So here is this troubled, distressed psalmist, and he's standing upon this little hill. He feels so insignificant. He feels so helpless. But he casts his mind back to the Jordan. And Jordan is the river of death. <clears throat> and he calls to mind the one over whose soul went all the waves and billows of God's judgment, the Lord Jesus. Often the Psalms speak of that and the sorrows that our Saviour sustained. And when we come to the Gospels and read about his death, what did it mean to him? He could say, after those dark hours of Calvary, my God, my God, why did you forsake me? Why were you so far from helping me? But of course the Lord Jesus knew he could say, because of your holiness, because of the necessity of me bearing sin and 
my sins, I say this morning, upon that cross at Calvary. But here the psalmist is saying, as he looks back, he looks back to the river of Jordan. And of course, Jordan was the river that they crossed over into the promised land and into the blessings that God had promised them. A land flowing with milk and honey. God gave it to them in his goodness and in his grace and in his mercy. So he cast his mind back to the river Jordan, but he also cast his mind forward to the Herman, to the uh, to Herman, the Herman, the land of the Hermonites. It was that grand, glorious, high, and lifted up mountain. And we look forward, we look back to Calvary, and to what Jesus did for us upon that cross, and we look forward to the day of glory when our Lord Jesus Christ will come and take us home to glory. But for the meanwhile, we're here upon this little hill, feeling so distraught and distressed, cast down, crying out in our sadness and sorrow, why, why, why? But then the psalmist says again, right at the very end, Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. God will see you through. He is able to turn the sadness and sorrow through which you are passing, perhaps this morning, my dear friend. He's able to turn it to good and to blessing, and to encouragement, and to help. He's he's able to make the light of his countenance to shine upon you, and to give you his peace. Praise God for those today who know the future. They know that one day the sadness and sorrows of earth will be past, and we shall be forever with the Lord. And we shall be with all those that have gone on before who loved and trusted him. Together, forever, rejoicing in his presence, in the glory of heaven, in the place that he has prepared for them that love him. So this morning, as you perhaps are feeling, some of you, perhaps many of you, the sadnesses, the sorrows, the pains, the anguish, the grief, the loss, the loneliness of life. And not only that, but how people are saying to you, so where is your God now? That's quoted several times in this psalm. Where is thy God? Do you get people saying that to you? Mocking you, mocking your faith? It's not real, you know. You know in your soul that it's more than real. It's the vitality of your spiritual life. It's the vitality of your very being. It's that which enriches. It's that which comforts. It's that which encourages. It's that which helps. In the midst of sorrow, where is thy God? 
I can tell you where your God is. <clears throat> if you've trusted Christ, he's at your right hand, waiting to help you, waiting to lift you, waiting to encourage you. Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. May the Lord just lift up his countenance upon you, my dear, troubled, distressed, bereaved, lonely, sorrowing, grieving, <clears throat> perhaps anticipating a loss of a loved one, perhaps going through the trials and difficulties and, and pain and suffering of, of illness, maybe terminal illness. Whatever your lot is today, there is a God in heaven who loves you. The Holy Spirit is within you if you're one of his people. And the Lord Jesus is at your right hand, casting all your care upon him, because he cares about you. May God bless his word to you today.